गुड इवनिंग फोक्स आई एम वाड़ी एंड आई हैव इथ मी हियर डेली वी आर द होस्ट ऑफ द शो द डिलीटेड रेड सो आई एम डेली एंड दिस इज माई ब्रदर वाड़ी एंड वी आर द डिलीटेड रेड्स वी आर फ्रॉम बैंगलोर एंड वी थॉट लेट्स स्टार्ट यू नो लेट्स स्टार्ट टॉकिंग अबाउट फुटबॉल ओके बिकॉज वी स्टार्टिंग दिस इन ट्वेंटी ट्वेंटी एंड द ईयर हैज बिन एब्जोल्यूट शिट I think the birth of our this show is thanks to the pandemic. We've been cut off from our friends, talking to them, uh, talking to them about football, about our uh, favorite teams, talking to them of, in the screenings. Right, missing that a lot. So uh, we decided that yeah, might as well start mm-hmm. a show like this and continue, continue with our uh, lifestyle. Right, I don't want to stop talking about football because besides that, what else are we good at? Right. Yeah, let's warm it. We are good at vomiting. We are good at vomiting what we we don't know. uh i'm shit at predictions i'm usually shit at predictions uh most of the things that i say uh and i'm never really good at predictions <laughs> yeah your body is good at predictions i am not but uh, we have a lot of things to say we are like uh, usual uh, average uh, pundit joes we we don't like to shut up i mean even after screenings like we turn up a couple of hours before the screenings we talk Uh, and yeah, then yeah we get drunk and then we talk yeah we get drunk and then we That's, talk that helps us talk even after even during the half time i think i look forward to the talking more than watching the game okay and even after <laughs> the game <laughs> yeah even after the game we sit for about uh, a couple more hours yeah i'm pretty sure talk. you don't remember half the games i don't i don't i honestly i don't remember the the champions league victory i only remember the celebration and uh, apart from that i this 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 not a lot i remember like so well i remember punching people there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was so out i didn't know yeah so i was half crying half enjoying half celebrating mm-hmm. i think I, i i punched i think i punched one of the waiters over there you punched the waiter okay. i think that was by mistake <laughs> and waiters don't usually take it well <laughs> but this one's guy laughed it off <laughs> he realized oh shit yes i'm drunk guy I, I, i was completely drunk but yeah so this is what we do we talk a lot that's what uh, that's what we were kind of really missing that and we thought why not you know why not uh, we give ourselves some kind of an introduction and we gonna make it keep this episode Are we talking we only going to talk about football nothing else right this is our this is our pilot episode where we just talk about uh, how we got into football uh why is it so important that we need to talk about it because they say right your body is filled with uh, the things you consume we consume so much of football we see of we see so much of football right mm-hmm. and it's like a poison that stays with us if we don't really get it out uh, yeah. we had our friends before the pandemic when we could talk to them and get our emotions out get the shit out and you know be happy the next day mm. but yeah there's no way being stuck in the stuck at home just has closed down all the doors so here we are yeah it's what you said actually that uh, we need to take that shit out okay because that's very yeah, important absolutely. when you don't have that thing to discuss it's fucking infuriating to watch any sport okay so that's what we're going to begin so uh, i will start with mine how i got into football sure I got into football in uh, in the 90s okay uh, 98 to be precise after the 98 football world cup and uh, the owens world cup right yeah the owens world against argentina yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that 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 was the one and uh, how i really became a liverpool fan there was a wave of nepotism there uh, i've heard the name floated about in my family a few times so i, I there was this 
this familiarity i wouldn't say liking there was this familiarity and then i started watching the game and so 90s was a very mean, weird time what do you mean nepotism over here i remember one of my uncles uh, speaking about the team and he that's a good team here and there okay there's not really much uh, for, i didn't get much from them so that's why i said whiff of nepotism and not, nothing more than that and then when i started i just fell in love with the team man although they didn't give me much <laughs> to love them they didn't <laughs> yeah, give me much in the quarter final exit 98 world cup uh, that was england boy but uh, yeah i mean supporting england has never been fruitful even today Hmm. Uh, okay, so you were talking about Owen for Liverpool. Owen for Liverpool. Right, your love started there. Yeah, my love started there. Uh, it it actually started with uh, Robbie Fowler, the Spice Boys, and uh, it, it started with them. And then Owen was like the poster child. Yeah, he he took over from there. Okay, and but he wasn't even like he was one of the faces of the '90s football. It was so, it was more like Andre and your uh, Beckham. So your Spice Boys, right? They were yeah. early '90s. Uh, They were mid '90s. They started. Mid '90s. Your uh, Redknapp and your Fowler and uh, McManaman. McManaman. And when did that whole uh, triangle disintegrate? Uh, McManaman left in '98. Okay. Fowler left a little later. Uh, '99 or 2000, he must have left. 2002, if I'm not wrong, he won the treble, right? Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, he won the treble. Uh, Owen Fowler. Did he? I think we had even Heskey. See, two thousand one. No, uh, I don't think Fowler was that important in the squad. I think Heskey and Owen. It was more like we used to play with two strikers, and right. it was Heskey and Owen. Injured also more often. I I think it was. His last few years were pretty uh, sad. Yeah, it was pretty that, sad. That uh, regard, mm-hmm. right? He was he was still a darling. He went to City then. <laughs> he would get like the crowd would absolutely love him. Like they used to, the city used to come to Anfield, and this is not the city of the, like today's <laughs> city. Today. Yeah, and he used to. Oh my God, the crowd used to fucking love him. Okay, it, it was brilliant. But yeah, so Fowler. So so tell tell me one thing. How is uh, Fowler's popularity outside of Liverpool? Right. See, here we consider him God. Hmm. He is probably one of our uh, zero players. Zero, zero, zero. Outside of Liverpool, his popularity was zero. But why? Uh, Wasn't he that good for England? He's English, right? He was all right. He was all right. But see, the popularity of Beckham was Beckham and Owen was far more, and at least in the in the late nineties, like they were they were the things. They were the new kids on the block. Everyone wanted to see them. Okay, at least here in here in India, the popularity was such. Okay, and uh, Liverpool wasn't considered a very very popular club to support in India. I'm talking. So most of the things that we talk here are going to be within the context of. They, they, we're going to talk in the Indian context. Indian context, I would say a little more uh, Bangalore uh, specific. Hmm. More, yeah. Because yeah, more Bangalore specific. Because we are from Bangalore. Right. <laughs> and I think Bangalore has that element of uh, scouts in itself, right? So Liverpool is very different to the rest of England. Hmm. I think Bangalore in that regard is very different to the rest of India. I wouldn't go that far, but sure. Yeah, I, I respect your opinion. Okay. Yeah, I'll get crucified if I say something more. <laughs> but yeah, I think I would like to just yeah. stop there and yeah, uh, yeah, back to Fowler. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Fowler was very, very brief. Okay. Then it was Owen who took. took over okay and then it was like gerard earlier days so that's how we got in okay liverpool was uh, it was it was just three clubs in england united arsenal and liverpool in that order late 90s was like that liverpool were like the fucking distant third okay we would give amazing games 
we were very you know very it was entertaining to watch us it was holier uh like the, the new gerard and and um, I, I fucking I forgotten most of the uh, other players uh, i'm sure there, there was kara there was uh, there was kara there was duf and uh, right. there were a few a few other oh, players duf please duf is a fucking cunt anyway uh, i'm sorry to even bring the bring that motherfucker up right. yeah and there were yeah. other assholes also like yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah of Sammy course Hupia. sami hupia was amazing sami hupia and then uh, there was milan baruj the one i fucking hate One of one of the guys I completely despise. I think even uh, Danny Murphy was around that. Ah, uh, Murphy was there. Yeah, right. Murphy was there. Murphy. I, I. Uh, that's one of the first victories I remember of Liverpool against United. Uh, in oh, at Old Trafford. Four one. No, no, no. Two thousand five. No, no, no. One nil uh, before two thousand five. This okay. was one nil victory. Uh, Murphy scored a penalty. Well, <laughs> yeah. Murphy is like your penalty man for Liverpool against. Yeah, United. he was a penalty man. How many right? has he even scored penalties against? Ah. When Murphy was a penalty taker, uh, Gerrard hadn't become that. Yeah, guy. he was. He was not the was u- usual young. usual penalty taker. So yeah, so the mid uh, the late nineties was a complete shit time. Okay, although people say that two thousand one, oh my god, the treble winning. Uh, but again, it's not the real treble. So and it was a very short lived two thousand one. That that uh, the whole trophy era was a very short lived. Like it didn't stay in our memories for long. Right and okay, uh, I have a good question over here. Okay, mm. uh, when we say Liverpool treble winners two thousand one, right? One popular thing that springs to mind is Owen winning the Ballon d'Or that season, mm. right? Mm. And it's a big debate even today that uh, uh, Michael Owen should not have won it over uh, Raul mm. uh, because people say Raul was robbed. Mm. Right. Mm. Uh, he had a mad season for Real Madrid, I believe. Mm. Mm. Uh, I don't remember shit though because mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I wasn't following football at back mm-hmm. back then. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, what's your take on that? I mean, did Owen deserve it? Uh, if not, Owen and Raul, who were the big players? Zidane did he have an un- uh, unreal season then? Uh, uh, Zidane it? must have had a unreal season. So here here was the thing. Okay, so telecast was a big issue back in the day. Okay, uh, you would get your United Arsenal games. Or almost all the games would be telecast. Okay, given the the, the the again, it was given if it was a cricket off season. Okay, you will you will get to see all those games. Okay, but the, this was this was the order of how right. they would like to telecast it. You okay, know, and sometimes it, your uh, your uh, your Real Madrid games, your Barcelona games, and all that. What about Liverpool games? Uh, yeah, 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 we we were important. We were very important. So it was United, Arsenal, and Liverpool. Okay, so right. our games and. And they used to also show your uh, your uh, your mid-table shits. Right. So it's again. Uh, But they were not live. Right? Wait, wait, wait. They were not live. Okay. Now your Blackburn. Like, if, let's say you want to watch Blackburn versus Aston Villa. Will live not happen. Okay. You will get to see it later on the replay, but on a different day. So that was how it was. Okay. And now if it was <coughs> cricket season, you they they will not telecast that. So that's how it used to be. So watching other games like and again the, the internet era came after that. So right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't. So I would not be qualified to speak about that. Although here and there I used to watch a lot of other games. Okay. Now Leverkusen was was uh, was your uh, was dark horses. Mm-hmm. Amazing fucking team. Palmer. Balak, right? Yeah, Michael the Balak. the Balak one. Like they didn't win shit. They didn't win shit. They lost everything that year. Right. There was this one uh, horrid season that they had. Two thousand two, I believe. Two thousand one, I think. Balak. I think this is two thousand one. Yeah. Uh, Balak when. Uh, 
I think he lost three finals in the space of uh, three days. That was 15 days, I think. 15 or 20 days. Right. Leverkusen lost everything. Right. Leverkusen lost uh, the Copa. Uh, the huh. Copa. DFB uh, Pokal. Uh, right? So that's what the Pokal Cup uh, Pokal. and uh, the Champions League final. Okay. Right. And then the league. The they bottled the league. Bottled the league on the last day. They fucking in the span of 15-20 days, they had like a massive fucking heartbreak. Okay. Leverkusen was amazing team. Parma was a fucking amazing team. Okay, like your Buffon started there, Lilian Thuram, uh, Cannavaro, Parma. Were Parma. They were a big team back then. In they, they were a big team. They won shit also. So unlike Leverkusen, they won a lot of things. Right. Mm, they they and it was a fucking treat. Like very rarely you would get to watch like a, a Lecce, Parma. Uh, AC Milan was a big team, but yeah, it's very rare to you know watch those games. But yeah, getting back to the original question, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what do you think about uh, Owen uh, and his Owen Ballon d'Or victory? Fucking Owen was. I wouldn't say Raul was robbed per se because it was meritorious only. Yeah, to for for him, he was he was absolute. He would fucking dude, and our midfield wasn't that great. Liverpool midfield wasn't great. Okay, it was it was all right. Okay, and he used to fucking churn out goals day in day out. It was just he was massive. His his pace, and he had the brains. He had everything. Okay, he he had the footballing brains. He doesn't speak it out in the commentary box. He's pretty okay. shit in the commentary box. He's pretty fucking shit. He's, he's he's pretty shit. But yeah, but he was. So today he's like a troll material. Okay, he right. wasn't a troll material. He contradicts himself uh, most of the time. Constantly he contradicts himself, but he wasn't a troll material back then. Okay, and yeah, and yeah, and your United players' popularity was also sky high. So I don't know why I'm bringing United. How was it for nepotism? Just because Owen was so good as a, so good a player, he has so mm. many opportunities in the box, <laughs> mm. commentary box. Right? Mm. I I don't think his uh, other. Uh, fre- uh, players from his playing days are as big names in the commentary box uh, just because their popularity is not that high. Carragher, no. Carragher, no. Carragher is in the box. Not really. He has his own show, the MNF, I believe, Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't. At least in India, mm-hmm. the one that's popular is Owen, right? And I'm pretty sure so that Owen gets telecasted yeah. throughout Asia yeah. and parts no, of Europe. No, the so what uh, in BT Sport, the guys who come on BT Sport, I think their channel is amazing. there i think they they speak sense over there i mean we are we are digressing from the point so that's how it was in the 90s and there were a lot of it was a very weird time it was uh, uh, it was like uh, the three teams united arsenal and liverpool we are having a marathon we were a distant third and then chelsea just shows up with a car so okay, that was somewhere around 3 4 3 right 3 chelsea shows up with a car mm-hmm. and we were all like Can they do that? <laughs> it was more like that because it's like, what the fuck? And then comes your uh, people. Everyone loves to hate. Mourinho comes to EPL and fucking changed it. Changed. He fucking changed the league. He changed the. The league is a certain way today. It's because of him. Okay, for for good or worse. I would say for worse. That's funny. You would say that. I would say for uh, worse, but yeah. But of all the people, right? I think the one who revolutionized English football is uh, Arsene Wenger. No, 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 I'm not talking about revolutionized. I'm talking about the way the financially, the way the structure is set up. We are following a few things. I mean, you know, we we uh, we splurge out the money that we are right now. Everyone almost doing that in the in the Premier League today. It's because of that. 
It's because of Abramovich and this motherfucker. But why do you blame Mourinho there? I mean, he was uh, being bankrolled, yeah. But I still think the shots were called by Abramovich. See, it's no? like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, uh, you know, you are running a household and uh, mm. you get just a lot of money for mm. getting all kind of goods for your house. Yeah, it's just like a kid who you wouldn't take it, right? Yeah, I, I, I would even I would take it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but it 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 kind of completely changed. the way he came in and then it was like a again it was a three way race that we were just we from third we came to the fourth position so what about the known newcastles and the blackburns yeah, they the, were pretty big teams newcastle, too late night newcastle was amazing newcastle was fucking fun to watch newcastle was really fun like so first thing i think about newcastle first thing that comes to everyone's mind is alan shearer It, it Newcastle was fun yeah I mean Absolutely. Keegan's uh, Keegan's Newcastle was fun I would still say the most entertaining uh, team most entertaining is a very unpopular opinion most entertaining team of the Premier League era would be the 96 Keegan's Newcastle they lost it they came second but it was a fucking amazing league it if you can watch it on YouTube or something Okay, like uh, an elongated. Like if you can watch games from that, it is fucking amazing. Why? To watch. What's so special? What do you remember? They gave a fucking tough league, a tough fight to uh, United. Okay, they 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 asked it. They fucking asked it. Okay, and then even we were sort of in contention, but we are really not. Okay, it was supposed to be a thing between us and uh, United somewhere uh, along the line. So that was the time when Wenger was new to Arsenal. Okay, Wenger. Right, Wenger right. was new to Arsenal. Okay, ninety six. Uh, he came in ninety five. Okay, ninety six. He was try. He was revolutionizing Arsenal. Okay, so he was. So somewhere they came into the picture, and then this guy just came out of nowhere. Newcastle came out of nowhere, and it was a fucking fun to watch. Ginola. Ginola won the Player of the Season that day. That that year. Ginola. David Ginola from Newcastle. Right. It was fucking amazing. That was he English? No. Uh, I think he's okay, Italian. Sounds French. David Ginola. David Ginola. We'll we'll check that out later. Okay. I, even I don't know his uh, nationality. I think he's Italian or French. But uh, he was he was fucking he was fucking amazing. And that that game, I would say, I think uh, that that's the game of the century. Uh, the game of the 20th century is uh, Newcastle versus Liverpool. Liverpool. <laughs> we beat them. We beat them. What is the scoreline like? Four three. Four three. Four three. Four, three. Four, three. Right. We beat them, and we kind of fucked their uh, their run. and oh. kind of it's because of that we kind of you know united also won the uh, won the ah, season that we given that game to newcastle if i if i if we knew what we know right. today but yeah but it, it it was an amazing season anyway so so there was more more to it yeah i mean we could only watch games in again there was this two two channel thing no espn star sports right there were just two channels and limited uh, telecast limited telecast and it, it was kind of It was kind of messy because of that, and uh, and then they started getting in Hindi commentary. But this was a little later. I would say this was like two thousand. I mean, Hindi commentary for yeah, yeah. EPL. So ESPN, if I'm if I'm tragic. not wrong, yeah, it's, it's it's tragic because none of these Hindi commentary. And we are not being classist over here. We are pointing out the fact that these Hindi commentators didn't know shit about football. Okay, that was the point. Okay, so ESPN had English and Star Sports had Hindi. This was a little later. This was not the '90s. This was like 2004, 2005. Those, those times. And again, uh, but only after that, after the 2002 World Cup, K Bal, 
after that they regularly started uh, telecasting games they right. regularly started telecasting you know uh, premier league mm. so that Brazil was also taken taken very seriously after that yeah i think it's also because of uh, brazil they popularity won the o2 world cup yeah. just two big i remember o2 world cup that's mm. probably one of my earliest memories of football mm. uh, i didn't see the match but uh, the day after the finals i remember i was in school mm. and uh, i can see my friends talk about ronaldo doing that rainbow mm. in the final and then uh, something like that and scoring a goal uh, not too sure how factually correct that is but mm. uh, Uh, I mean him and his rainbow and Ronaldo mm. became like a big thing Ronaldo was a household name Ronaldo was, was huge. a fucking household name uh, I mean Real Madrid was huge uh, they, they, I think they, their popularity rose uh, this guy had uh, just gone to David Beckham had uh, moved to uh, Real Madrid and uh, right. yeah so uh, Beckham and Ronaldo were like household names So I think that also had something Bend to do with like Beckham. Yeah, yeah, there was a movie and all that and he he was he was fucking huge man. He was fucking huge and uh, I mean he talks a little shit to me Beckham. Yeah. He and with his Essex uh, accent uh, <laughs> he very local only he is. But yeah, but he was like very charming at least to the outside world. To the Americans he was a hit, to the Indians he was a hit. He was a hit everywhere. So he kind of capitalized that. So yeah, Ronaldo was Ronaldo was fucking massive. Ronaldo, Rivaldo were like really massive. Uh, so that also had something to do with you know uh, for uh, the popularity of football. It right, Rivaldo, man, mm. he was a big name. I think even now, if you look at the previous generation, I think my dad and my uh, uncles, uh, the name that they would always use is Rivaldo. Like mm. Today we say, oh, Messi is the Neymar, the trickery, mm. right? Mm. When we talk mm. about trickery. Mm. Like oh that's the kid who the who who tries to impersonate Rivaldo. Mm. I think Rivaldo was the name back yeah, then. Yeah, Rivaldo was Rivaldo was huge. Your Figo was huge. Your Figo was uh, yeah. Figo was again. Now we're talking about a lot of Real Madrid players. Yeah, Figo was fucking yeah. Figo Figo was also my one I of my favorite. I love his balls, man. <laughs> I mean not 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 love his balls, balls. <laughs> yeah. What I meant is uh, that the guts that he has to actually. For a uh, minute, I thought you've seen more of Figo than <laughs> me. Yeah, but yeah. Mm. Oh, so that means that you've seen it too. <laughs> yeah, let's let's okay, but yeah, let's. getting back to the topic. Hmm. Uh, dude, Figo from Barca to Real. Oh my God, that is he's, something. Yeah, he's fucking hated for that. They threw that pig's head also, no? right? Yeah. So we've seen a similar uh, transfer in the last last uh, a few years back, right? We saw Sanchez move from Arsenal to United. Hmm. That went to shit for him. Hmm. So did Figo have something similar? How was his form like? Figo, yeah. See, there are players who have done shit like that. Okay, but some of them they just don't get any hate. Okay, so Figo did it, got a lot of hate because there was a lot of backstory to it. Okay, Ronaldo did it twice, didn't <laughs> get any fucking hate. He did from Inter to AC or AC to Inter. One of okay, those. Okay, so the funny thing with Ronaldo is he didn't go from Inter. Uh, so what happened is he started off his career at uh, Barcelona. He went to Barca, he went to Inter, hmm. and then from Inter he went to Real. Hmm. From Real he went to AC. AC so he's basically done all the four teams, solved yeah, uh, yeah. all he's the four everyone. He's never gotten any hate. Yeah, he's not gotten hate. Ronaldo again. Ronaldo did not get. He's one of the very few players I've seen. Uh, uh, he got a lot of love in Old Trafford. Uh, this was one game particularly I remember. I, I think a lot of United fans will remember this game. This was the second leg of the Champions League. Uh, United uh, uh, United were trailing by three goals. Which season is this? I'm not 
I think it was 2005, yeah, five or four, I'm not sure, uh, or six. Oh, fuck, uh, fuck the fuck the year. Okay, I'm pretty sure a lot of United fans will know this. But uh, this was the second leg. They were trailing by three goals, and uh, United uh, against Real Madrid, the second leg. Okay, and oh my God, United won the game 4-3, but lost in aggregate. All the three goals scored by Ronaldo. Oh my oh. God, the standing ovation that Ronaldo had gotten. I have that I have not seen anyone get that kind of you know that kind of a performance at Old Trafford. I have not seen anyone do that. Okay, so he he really he was he was a fucking charmer that way. So, and and he had the fucking footballing brains. Okay, and he was there was a point when he was overweight. The coach wouldn't get him on. And he would. I, I, I'm not sure if this is true or this is one of those uh, FB status. Uh, the the coach, uh, the coach didn't substitute him, and he said something like, "Say, look, you want the goals, put me in. Okay, you want someone to run, I'll just sit back, put someone else in. Okay, it was something along those lines. Okay, that, but that's what he used to do. Yeah, he used to. He had the brains. His positioning was amazing. I mean, with the physicality, I don't know what what the fuck he would have been. He would have been some kind of a. He would have been madness. Okay. Yeah. Everyone used to orgasm over him, and rightfully so. So it was him, and then uh, another thing about uh, about 90s and uh, 90s football is they had massive fucking jerseys, man. <laughs> massive fucking like good-looking jerseys. No, massive. Okay. Like by size-wise, size like size-wise, it used to be like that. Fucker is supposed to be wearing an L. That guy will be wearing a double XL. Double XL. Like <laughs> fucking huge fucking kids. I hated them. I absolutely hated them. Like in the 70s, if you watch old football documentaries, in the 70s it was they the right opposite. It was like they they were wearing skirts which women yeah. wear. <laughs> it was like so so the same. I mean, if that footballer. Does a squat or something? You could see his ball. <laughs> it was like really, really, really tiny shots, and then those V-necks. They used to wear V-necks in the 70s, right. and it was like those those Dutch footballers. You know, like it's just it's just like wafer thin this <laughs> thing, and in the 90s it was dead opposite, like massive fucking kits, and it yeah, and it was horrible. So Most you know, of the jerseys were horrible. So you know the funny thing is. Um, Designs. When you come to designs, right? Uh, they say that gay men mm. have the best sense for design. Mm. Very uh, stereotypical. I'm sorry, <laughs> but yeah, go on. And uh, I, I think uh, there, there has been a big moment that time. Why? Uh, I mean, when I say moment, it's just that you know, it was a thing that uh, you need a revolution in design. Mm -hmm. You need a change. And that is where you know we went from very small kits to like huge ass. What are what, what are the gay people got to do with this? Are you telling that gay people were introduced as designers? No, I think so. They have a thing for art and creativity, right? So, so you're telling that there there was their influence, like they came into yes, the design committee and all that. Absolutely. So I, I wouldn't say they came in. I think uh, the design community, uh, the design committee, even now, right? Uh, Community, sorry, design mm. community even today is heavily influenced by uh, gay people. I think mm. they have the creativity. They are the ones that come up with like really good designs. And even in the 2000s, when uh, our modern-day jerseys, right, which mm. look pretty good, I think mm. I wouldn't be surprised if it's them again who redesigned the entire 
structure because I think mm. people who are straight, I don't think I don't think any good at design. Dude, I'm telling you, 90s goalkeeper jerseys. If anyone listening to it, okay, Google 90s goalkeepers jersey. It looks like fucking bathroom tiles. I'm not even kidding. It looked I mean, fucking right. horrible. It was it was really horrible. So that was one of the things uh, that I remember from the 90s. And uh, yeah. So do you have uh, your birthing story? Of- <laughs> Wait, yeah. Before that, let's just see. Uh, I just put 90s in Google and it uh, gave me a result. <laughs> Top it was 90s goalkeeper kits. <laughs> it's, okay, that's yeah, actually yeah. a thing. <laughs> Look at that shit. Look at what David Seaman is wearing. Okay, it looks like fucking bathroom tiles. <laughs> Ugly '90s goalkeeper jersey. <laughs> That's yeah. the name, guys. <laughs> That's Google it yourself. See, so you guys will know. It's oh my god, what the hell is that? It, it looks like the Nigerian flag, and I no disrespect to the Nigerian flag. I'm sure it's lovely as a flag, but it shouldn't be worn in person. <laughs> Look at the tag. Okay, like that guy. That guy. Oh, okay. This guy is wearing a Sudan flag. Okay, I'm not even kidding, guys. Okay, attribute to the magnificently mental goalkeeping jersey. <laughs> That's what they call it. Wow. Huh. But yeah, okay. So uh, about me and my earliest football memories, right? So I think uh, there's a huge generation gap between us. Hmm. Uh, when I started uh, following football, just six years, guys. <laughs> hmm. No, guys. If I tell you the, so he said 98, right? And it's 10 years. So I start. <laughs> my first love was uh, Spain, 2008. and uh, something about uh, that euros that happened which uh, spain got to one i think it was uh, something else and it was a big wave of popularity which i wrote basically mm-hmm. uh, a lot of our uh, kids my school friends i mean i was always i knew football right i i vaguely remember paradoxically i think spain winning that 2008 uh, Thing, the uh, after that they also won the World Cup. Right. I think that was the reason I stopped watching Euros. I was so fucking fed up of seeing like oh I fucking hated like they they hadn't won anything. Uh, they hadn't won the they World Cup or the Euros. Bottlers, right? Yeah, they hadn't won anything. I kind of liked it that way, and when they won it, I kind of it kind of really irked me. It's just, it's a very um, like. It's a very childish feud to have. I know that, but I kind of I've still not watched any Euros after that. Yeah, continue. Right. So uh, I was saying that uh, football became an even bigger thing. So we talk about Owen Zera and Beckham Zera and uh, Ronaldo and post O2 World Cup mm-hmm. uh, football mm-hmm. popularity shot. Right. I think something of that sort happened in O8. Right. When I could, you know, uh, all of a sudden, all our uh, friends in school and class were talking about football. We're talking about uh, Euros and who won. And uh, every game, right? So there were. I I still very well remember there was a. There were two big, uh, you know, campuses there. Uh, uh, one would support uh, Germany. One would be Spain. Mm. And one would be the Balak camp. Mm. And the other one would be the Spain camp. Mm. Uh, Spain. A lot of people had uh, uh, very uh, different players whom they were supporting, right? But uh, for me, it was Torres. I don't know for some reason. Uh, this blonde-haired centre forward, scoring in the finals, just running at people. No, he's massive. Massive. He was just too good, man. If you look into videos, right? I think he is probably one of the best players who. Uh, I mean, uh, if you look at injuries and who what spoiled uh, examples of players whose lives have been spoiled because of an injury, I think Torres would be up there in the top three at least hmm. in in history. And if you saw him that year, he is that your Henry kind of a player. Okay, hmm. no trickery, no step overs. 
he has sheer pace he will run at you and he will solve you Hmm. Like ask Vidic <laughs> if you hmm. have any doubts. Imagine hmm. Vidic, one of the best centre backs. He also shit his pants whenever he played uh, hmm. Liverpool, right? Hmm. And uh, I think there was a span of uh, four games against Liverpool when he won, when he got a red card back to back. So there was this uh, one of my first Manu Liverpool games. I think it was in two thousand nine. Uh, where Liverpool won four one at Old Trafford. Mm. That was the first game when against Liverpool he got a red card. Mm. Okay, he tried to foul Gerrard and he got a red card. Mm. And and that that game Torres humiliated him. Mm. I mean he scored the first goal, right? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. I, know, I know, I know, I know the game. And mm. the following season we played them two times. Mm. <laughs> Funnily, both the times British got a red card. Hmm. And that was also because of um, hmm. Torres and the way he. I think that was the last time we did a double on United was then. That is the last. After that, we have not done a double again. Right. I don't think we have. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, I mean Torres was the guy, right? And uh, my love started from Euros, and when I wanted to follow footballers, I was you know following uh, Fernando Torres more than anyone, and that's when I realized that okay, this guy plays for Liverpool. And then I had another connection with uh, Liverpool also, hmm. right? My brother, your you were a Liverpool fan, so hmm. I was like, oh, should this guy plays for Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And then I of course know about uh, Gerard and all the big players, and then that's when I started following uh, not just the Torres and players anymore, and I started following a club. A team. And that was mm-hmm. that yeah. lasts longer, no? That yeah. lasts longer because we people usually they start with you know liking a player and they they get linked, but yeah, when you start supporting a team, that's when. The real joy begins, right? Because players they have a career of what ten years and then mm. they are at mm. their peak for a couple of years and then it's mm. boring, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah, so that that's that was my end and then I started Liverpool, following them and uh, I think uh, after that uh, here we are almost fifteen mm. years in. Uh, it's it's <laughs> tough. It's been tough being a Liverpool fan, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Right now we're just champions of everything. We but, have uh, we have been we have seen more heartbreaks more than anything, man. But I think. There is certain beauty about heartbreaks. It brings us closer. It uh, it gets. Uh, we discuss. It. Uh, it's like an art. Hmm? I mean, it, we remember. Yeah. We it evokes friends, that emotion. Yeah. Right. I don't think we ever make friends if uh, we're all winning. Uh, so mm. you go look at any uh, any other fan club in Bangalore itself right now. Okay. Mm. I don't think any other fan club is as massive as us. Mm. Uh, simply because. By numbers, no. yeah, there are, there are. Yeah, by not by numbers. I'm saying by uh, basically about uh, the bondness that uh, the bond. Yeah, the bond bondness that we have there. Hmm. Hmm. Right to your fellow friends and your fellow fans. The camaraderie. Right. I think uh, camaraderie is. Uh, I think that's very popular with someone. Uh, with with teams who lose, who have a lot of tough times, and then mm. you know we have so much of yeah. That's what that's what we, we started the episode with. That no, I mean we talk even after the games, we right. talk even before the games. We sale basically politician type log hai. We we just bakchodi karna pasand hai. So we just like talking about that more more than anything. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So. That way, uh, the the bond that we share, it's it's really special. So that's why that's why we wanted to pin it, you know, pin it in a fucking podcast. Let's talk about football. Let's talk not just about Liverpool. Let's talk about everything, everything football. Like there is there is a massive 
and we are friends with a lot a uh, lot of other fans as well right right and we have a lot of people also in bangalore you know we have many supporters club we have a dortmund supporters club hmm. we have a bayern munich supporters club hmm. we have a bangalore fc supporters club hmm. i think yeah uh, it, so there is a, a huge community a right, footballing yes, community yeah. and and we are fans we are friends with most of the fan club admins like you know arsenal admins or uh, let's say united, united like admins. we have like loads chelsea of friends in, you know united city and chelsea admins. yeah city most city i don't have any again? friends <laughs> yeah city fans i don't have any friends uh we did they are like too too new uh, new to the block so. uh, but we'll give them time we are not uh, we are not those kinds uh, we are not going to you know uh, condescend to them because they are new but uh, yeah so there is there is this community it's it's, it's brilliant so let's talk uh, i mean uh, i think that's why we kind of started you know right so the idea uh, behind this podcast is to build that community of uh, fans in india uh, mm. at least in bangalore at least uh, people we know and get to hear a story from everyone's angle so today i mean you've probably heard two liverpool fans talk about owen and the balland all right but uh, tomorrow the idea is to probably bring in someone from a different generation mm-hmm. <laughs> probably bring in uh, someone who's a arsenal loyalist or united loyalist and think about what they have to say because uh, some united fans you know I've, i've heard this from them they have this bizarre thing that uh, the owen balland or uh, closing one balland or belong mm-hmm. to beckham and not owen Mm. Uh, that was a shocker to me. I mean, Beckham was all well, good. Was, was the Beckham thing? Was that the year when Beckham got them to Euros? Was that the year? Euros. That against Greece. Was that that? That should year? be. That should be two uh, thousand, not two thousand one. No, to, the qualifications they'll have no in two thousand one only. No, for if it was. Oh, when was it? Oh, two thousand two was the World Cup. Okay, so that was not the year. Yeah, the yeah, Euros was in two thousand. Two thousand two thousand four. Yeah. Mm. I mean he was all good okay but uh, I just don't see he was a very flashy player mm. but I don't think he had that much of substance that a lot of uh, quality players had mm. right uh, I would back him oh, no, no. Uh, you can he's probably a number he's probably can do 8 out of 10 mm. uh, but he's not a 10 like Owen mm. was there I still wouldn't call him a football legend okay I would call him he was an amazing image for football he was an amazing superstar for football he had uh, he's like an ambassador of football okay right. and i'm not i'm trying to be very unbiased here okay and this is not a bias okay like we respect a lot of players from united and uh, and also other subsequent teams as well okay so but yeah so i i think a lot of united fans also agree to this point he was an ambassador more than a more than an actual legend Okay, right. right. And even when Real Madrid signed uh, Beckham, right? I think they had the Galacticos already with them. Mm. Uh, and I very well remember Perez uh, his uh, interview which I later on I heard. Uh, him saying that they signed Beckham not because of uh, what he can bring to the football pitch but what he can bring to the bank balance. Mm. <laughs> This was, you know, uh, did he mean shirt sales like what the yes, fuck was he talking? Yes, absolutely. Mm. Uh, sales the and image. brand image mm. uh, growing the brand Real Madrid. would just be i think they also became big because of uh, beckham i think that was one of the nah, they didn't touch it i'm pretty sure because uh, he didn't play he much he had nothing to do with their uh, real madrid was so they had no they had your fucking carlos they had your figo ronaldo zidane they had they had a fucking immense raul they had an immense fucking team okay so yeah, it's not that but uh, they always popularity wise he must have brought in something That, that image, wise, that global image, Beckham would have given, no doubt. 
I am talking about performance alone. Yeah, he didn't. Not not perform. Didn't really. He was just a brand image, right? Mm. That's what uh, Perez even wanted. Mm. Because uh, if you look at you just just look across Spain, you have Barcelona having uh, Ronaldinho killing it. Mm. Uh, people always saying that he was one of the most gifted, talented footballers ever, and you know things like that. And that's when Beckham also made a move to uh, Real. He was mm. basically that boost in their brand building, mm. Real Madrid. So uh, yeah, uh, that is it. Mm. And uh, so that's uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk mostly football. So that's so I think we've given a fair. Uh, beginning yeah i mean so from now on it's going to be very you know current affair related like you know what's happening what's happening here what's happening to this team what the fuck who is fucking bottling it who is not who is right. building it who is not again you know those kind of things let's like, like if you listen to it like after a year and all you'll be like what the fuck is happening i don't understand anything maybe this episode you can listen to it even after a couple of years and still understand it but uh, yeah the upcoming ones we're going to have interaction with other people as well okay we're going to bring in more people right yeah. we would want more of that to happen so uh, so for all you eight people listening out there <laughs> oh, so i think eight is too much even if there are like uh, one or two people listening to it yeah, <laughs> mom, hi mom hi mom <laughs> <laughs> i'll be home late for dinner <laughs> Yeah, I'm so just crying because yeah. there are no listeners. Mm. But yeah, so we would get uh, people from very diverse backgrounds and uh, diverse age groups and try to understand mm. about uh, the football. It's not gonna be India. that diverse, is it? It's not gonna uh, be that. Di- we're not gonna get a fucking seventy-year-old now. <laughs> okay, At max it'll go like no, thirty-five. We can certainly get someone who was following football in the seventies, right? How? That's in- I- okay. This is not the kind of discussion <laughs> we should have in the podcast. But yeah, I get your point. I get what you're trying to say. We're gonna have different perspectives, right? Different perspectives because mm-hmm. uh, we are always, uh, you know, glued to our own opinion and we believe in what we know, mm-hmm. right? But we live in our own. Uh, especially, I live in a very Liverpool bubble. Okay, I do not watch any other fucking games. I I don't care. I don't I don't hate any other clubs. I have a rival watch. that's all that's all it is i don't hate them i don't want them to do very badly i really enjoy the healthy rivalry that we have with most of the teams okay and i think rivals also is like a very re- relative term it changes every 5 years okay 5 yeah. years back our rivals mm-hmm. was southampton okay so <laughs> fucking it's it's very different thing so that doesn't make any sense to hate and it's called growing up when you you know when you respect every every other club uh, i think uh, we uh, we we're going to bring more of that in Hmm. Right. Uh, stay tuned, guys. I'm pretty sure that you'll get a notification if we upload another video. Yeah, and we, we will be uh, we'll be uploading right. it on every platform. So we are the Deluded Reds. I am Delhi, and this is Vardy. And we hope to keep you entertained. And uh, well, you're not gonna fucking promise that. <laughs> if you're not entertained, go fuck yourself. It's getting you're getting it for free, mate. So yeah. so don't yeah. fucking complain. Or Oh, if you pay for it, then <laughs> then, then I think we we can work yeah, out. Yeah, we owe you an explanation then. We'll, Otherwise, we'll do uh, better. We're gonna do what we fucking like doing. Okay. Right. All right then. See you. All right. See you guys. Have a good year ahead. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas.